What's up, people? What did the fish say when he ran into the wall? Sam. Bruh. Today, we will do a big recap on Twitter and also an update with the World Cup. What what on earth is happening on Twitter, and why is it happening? Uh, and how are some people really excited, but others absolutely terrified? Um, so we're just gonna make you all caught up. On April fourth, twenty twenty two, Elon Musk, the British fan of the world, single handedly accumulated nine point two percent of Twitter's shares, making him the number one biggest solo shareholder in the company. The more shares you have, the more ownership you have. A few days later, he then offered to buy the rest of Twitter for $54.2 per share, which meant that he was offering a total around $44 billion for the whole company. His price was pretty reasonable for what it was for, but not everyone loved the way he did it. Instead of putting in a friendly offer, he said, look, if you don't let me buy it, then I have no confidence in the way this company is currently being run, and I'm going to dump all of the 9.2% shares that I have, which a lot of people call a hostile takeover, because without the Twitter board of directors agreeing with his buyout, he's not really giving them a choice. If Elon Musk suddenly sold all of his Twitter shares, that will massively reduce the value of each share. Meaning that anybody who is invested in Twitter at all is going to lose money. And so they're going to, they're all going to need that deal to go through. But then Elon did something kind of odd. He put the deal on hold because all of a sudden he suddenly felt like there are just too many fake accounts on the platform and therefore that he was overpaying. I mean, we use YouTube, we can relate to the bots, but this is a very sudden 180 that raised the question if he was trying to tash, trash talk Twitter just to plummet their stock price and get away with paying less. Either way, Twitter wasn't happy about that. This guy was not trying, was not just trying to retract his offer, but also soiling their reputation in the process. So they sued him, saying that he had to pay what, he's in, what he had initially committed to. And after a long, drawn-out back and forth, it seemed like Elon just went, all right, Whatever, screw it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. And so he changed his Twitter bio to Chief, Tw- uh, Chief Twitter, Food of Twitter HQ, and quite literally let that sink in. I don't know if you've watched that video. Then things changed very quickly. He fired the CEO Parag Agarwal. He got rid of the staff on a scale we've never seen before, taking the workforce all the way from around seven thousand five hundred down to two thousand. He's already made three enormous changes to the way the company's run on one being how he's drilled down on the few employees who have stayed scrapping. The free lunches they used to get, vetoing remote work and forcing them to come into the office, even turning old conference rooms into bedrooms because they're being pushed to work up to 80 hours a week. Two, he's amped up Twitter's monetization by making the Twitter blue subscription which previously allowed you to edit tweets. Now, twice expensive, but justifying it by adding the additional perk of getting any paying subscriber the verified tick next to the name. Oh, and a follow to this podcast would be Blutiful.
Not to mention, he's seeming intention to turn Twitter into yet another video platform. He started pushing for ads on videos, just like YouTube. And he's even said that he's going to offer a higher percentage cut than um, he than um, content creators. And then three is Elon's take on what should and shouldn't be allowed on Twitter. He started reinstating accounts that were previously banned, including Donald Trump, who was taken off initially for inciting the riot of Capitol building. And what all of this has led to, frankly, chaos. Big name celebrities have publicly said that they're quitting advertised that they're quitting advertisers and uh, have pulled all their spending. And every day you read a new report that basically says that the company is burning down from the inside out. This is fine, but is there madness? Does Elon actually know exactly what he's doing? And what's the reasoning behind all of this? Well, we can start to build a picture by looking at what he said when he first made the offer. I didn't do it because it'd be easy. I didn't do it to make money. I did it and tried to try to help humanity. And while it's hard to take that completely face value, given how he nearly backed out on the basis that he was paying too much, if all he wanted to do was to get richer, then there were a million easier ways to do it than just offering $44 billion for a company that's losing money almost every single year. Yeah, Twitter's financial situation is not good, but we're getting there. Plus, I mean, look at the guy's other businesses. Elon owns Tesla that's pushing us towards eco-friendly electric cars. SpaceX that's trying to make humanity an interplanetary species. And Neuralink is finding a way for our brains to be able to direct directly communicate with machines. Well, of course, he's making money from them. The point is, there are also big picture progressive companies that are carrying the global population into the future. So I can believe that there's at least an element of truth to his noble reasons for acquiring Twitter. Elon has said a few times that he sees the platform as a digital town square of the future. In a world where people are meeting less and less physically, he's saying that it's incredibly important to still have a common place where people can come together and and say what they want to say and have a healthy, non-biased debate about important topics. Okay, fine. But if his mission is so noble and humanity is focused and and humanity focused, why is he firing everyone? It definitely doesn't feel very empathetic. But you could build you could build a pretty strong case that he's in a situation where he kind of has to. We should be clear about something that even before Elon Musk took over Twitter, this company was not in a good position. While Twitter's while Twitter is huge in terms of cultural impact, that's only really because of the types of people that it attracts influencers, politicians, world leaders, it doesn't actually have that many monthly active users, and it's also very poor at accurately targeting adverts at the few users that it does have. And so given that advertising is the engine that basically allows the internet to run by, not doing it very well, Twitter's actually been making a loss in six of the last eight years. And so imagine this, you're an advertiser, you're already making, you're already a little hesitant about advertising on Twitter. And what are you going to do if this new CEO suddenly comes in and he's not announced any clear future plans, but he wants to make a new platform with far less censorship and therefore more controversy and half the things he has tried have already gone really badly.
For example, how giving everyone the option to verify themselves has allowed scammers to pretend to be big companies or celebrities and make false announcement and then plummet that company's entire stock price. As an advertiser who's got to plan your spending once in advance, you're not going to want to be within a mile radius of that situation. And so brands have been pulling out left and right uh, center where there are activist groups actively writing to companies to tell them to stop advertising on Twitter. It's got to a stage where as of the last announcement, the company is losing $4 million per day because it's just not making enough revenue. And then it gets worse. Because in order to actually pay $44 billion in upfront cash to buy Twitter, Elon had to personally borrow billions of dollars, which need to be paid back. He's lost, no joke, hundreds of billions off the value of his Tesla company, in part, because it seems like people don't want to be associated with his brand, with his new brand image now. And in part from people feeling like he's now going to be stretched so thin, he won't be able to run the company properly anymore. Long story short, this is a man who really needs Twitter to turn around financially. So then you actually see him try to do some stupid things, realizing that they don't work and then fix them. Not to mention the recent Twitter files, which was Elon basically sharing a bunch of internal Twitter documents that showed how the previous pre that showed how the previous Twitter leadership was censoring stories. Plus, he's far more present than most CEOs, actively and individually replying to customer complaints and feedback. Like, how often is that? You can complain about a massive social media corporation, and then the CEO himself answers your call. And then there's also just the fact that nobody on this planet has a track record like Elon does. Which, it does give the impression that he feels like he's a lawmaker. Now, Elon does talk a lot about free speech, and I think there's two sides to this one. There's a reason that moderation exists. It's to stop those at very extreme ends of society, the people who want to incite violence, proliferate, hate speech, circulate fake, and circulate fake news from gaining a following to reinforce their ideas upon. And so if what he means by free speech is just to unban people who have been banned for stuff like this, then that doesn't really seem like a solution that's going to end well. But then, on the other hand, if you don't delve into his, his policy, it doesn't seem to be quite as black and white. As that he's not saying that anyone can say anything and all content will be treated equally. It's more that instead of banning an account when they go too far, he wants them to be able to say whatever they want. Uh, so is that just Elon? I mean, there's a lot of stuff that he posts, some funny, but others find really offensive. As far as he's concerned, that's just comedy being legal now. But when comedian Katie Griffin created an account that looked just like Elon Musk to show how they're paid to get their verified system would lead to misinformation, which I actually think was pretty funny, he was just like, nope, you're suspended. So where that leaves me, I'm hopeful and also concerned. I think that the platform maybe has the potential to succeed under Elon, but he needs to fix a lot of things. Avatar The Way of Water is on track to break millions of records. On the first day itself, it made 100 million in China, 
and 57 million in the U.S. And the World Cup is happening right now as we are recording this episode. Oh, see you later.